Hey, and welcome to this week's episode of Course Correction with me, your host, Michelle, here on Between Us Girls Podcast Network. So this week I spoke to Shy, the Vibe Charmer. She is actually one of my panelists for the upcoming Last Chance Holiday Market and Ladies Take the Stage podcast event. So we talked a lot about, you know, how we kind of grew and what we were still working on and just had a really good conversation about spirituality in general and you know, how we talk to God individually. So make sure you grab your tickets to the show um, on Eventbrite. Just search Last Chance Ladies Take the Stage, or you can go to Instagram at Last Chance underscore Ladies Take the Stage. Okay, so if you want to hear what me and Shy talked about, just keep listening. So what is your zodiac sign so that I can properly stereotype you? I am a Leo. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I feel like you're probably the second or third Leo I've talked to recently. My dad was a Leo, so I have, like, sort of a skewed view where I'm like, yeah. you know, like, I guess I feel like they're all, like, tough and also sensitive, but mostly I was tough. I say, we're really babies, <laughs> and I feel like Leo men are a little different. Mm. They're a little, a little crazy. A little yeah. Thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But I also have uh, my biological dad and my mom are both Pisces, so I kind of feel like that's it's like a weird thing going on inside. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so, are you adopted? Um, technically, yes. Um, so my I'm calling my stepdad. I call him my dad, but okay. he adopted me when uh, he married my mom. My mom is my, my biological mom. Okay, but I took on his last name when I was five. Mm, okay, yeah. okay. So, do you have any yeah. relationship with your dad? We actually just reconnected when I was 25. Yeah, we actually reconnected through music, so. Wow. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's how I kind of, like, found out this was my calling, and that's what I Mm -hmm. feel like, you know, I was really trying to do. So, like, at that point in my life, I was kind of like, man, you know, there were all these signs, and they're praying about it for a long time, about, you know, what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. You know, what direction should I go in? And so I had been keeping in contact with my biological grandma. Mm. And so I knew the day was coming because I hadn't talked to him since, you know, I was five. He, mm. he left and started a whole new family. Mm. And so, yeah, she told my mom everything, you know, the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and so she was just like, okay, well, you know, I have a question. You know, would it be okay if I gave your dad, you know, your phone number so y'all can reconnect and stuff? And he heard you did music and, you know, he really just wanted to talk to you. And I was like okay, I guess we're doing this. Yeah. So that's what happened. And so I wound up finding out that he was a drummer prodigy. So he was supposed to, yeah, he was supposed to go to school for music and everything. But he said by the time he swore himself into the military, like all his scholarships and everything were gone. Do you think that like your dad being the way that he was and kind of how he like sort of, well, not sort of, but how he abandoned you, he has some attachment or detachment issues, like, just in, um, being military? Oh, yeah. It's, like, I, I feel like it's a, a bunch of things that contributed to that, but mm-hmm. that was kind of, like, the main thing that kind of shaped my personality mm-hmm. that I had to undo as an adult. Yeah. I felt like, I felt like I always had to perform for people, because I always, I never said it to anybody, but I always felt like it was something I did. Yeah. So, from that point on, I just was like, okay, I'm going to just be a good kid, I'm going to get good grades, you know, whatever y'all need me to do, I'll do it. And I just became a people pleaser, because mm. I was just like, you know, if I make people happy, then, you know, subconsciously, leave. you know, of course, I'm not really thinking it, but yeah. subconsciously, it's like, you know, if I just make everybody happy, and I don't cause any problems, then, you know, it'll all be good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he really kind of 
that affected me. Yeah. I know that it did, but it did, yeah. Absolutely. Like, you know what? I've been a people pleaser my whole life. And my mom is yeah. a people pleaser. She's still doing it. And, like, that's yeah. something that I am working on so hard because it's, like, it's just, it's not an easy thing to undo it. Like, even Oprah Winfrey, I always reflect back on this story when I talk about being a people pleaser or having to work through that. <clears throat> she said the first person that she ever had to tell no was Stevie Wonder. And oh, wow. so she was like, is he going to be my friend? Or what is he going to say about me? You know, if I tell him no. And she was like, I just did it. And after that, he was just like, okay. And so, like, that was the first time that she was really like, okay, well, I guess you can just tell people no. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, like, what was, yeah. um, I guess, like, a turning point in your life that helped you kind of break out of that uh, disease to please, as she calls it? To be perfectly honest with you, I think um, it was something gradually that happened over time. But honest as this sounds, I was working a retail job for, like, seven years. Mm. And through that, it kind of taught me all my lessons as far as, like, because I really kind of, I'm more so an introverted person like mm-hmm. I'm not you know aggressive like that you know and it kind of made me have to one tell people no have to take people's attitudes and not snap you know mm-hmm. <laughs> all that type of stuff and so that is really the point at which I had to learn to be assertive especially working with you know management and stuff like that when I became a manager it was just like uh uh-uh, y'all not about to leave me with all this work <laughs> y'all about to boss me crazy every day mm-hmm. it's just you reach a point where you, you just get tired of it and then you kind of have to balance out being over aggressive, overly aggressive and, you know, picking and choosing your battles. So at first it was kind of like extremes. Like I was just saying no to everything. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not doing this. No, I'm not doing that. You know, and then I had to kind of balance it out. And so now I'm kind of at a good balance and I'm a little bit better. See, I so, feel like I'm in that place where I'm like, uh-uh, no. Yeah. And like everything yeah. is like real, like, I'm like, like gutter, like, Bitch, I said no. Like you know, like I, yeah, like exactly. I. <laughs> exactly. it's, it's almost like it's like all those times that you mm-hmm. said yes and you didn't want to. It's like it's almost all pent up, and you're just like, no, you just go off. <laughs> like yeah, like like no diarrhea. <laughs> right, like I'm just like I said no. Like I'm just fighting back from all the times that right. I was like, I guess I just have to say yes, and it's exactly. like. Like, if I think of all the pain that I really caused myself in saying yes to all those things that I really wanted to say no to, I mean, I can I can probably say that it just made me an unhappy person, you know? Like, it was part of what was making me so unhappy because, like, I even started doing the show because I was like, I'm tired of not being happy. And, like, admittedly today, I did not have a great day. And yeah. so it's like... When you have a bad day and you're trying to, you know, use positivity and mindset change, it's like, damn, <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't have a great day. But like, like I was talking to Fernando um, last week and he was just like, I mean, the thing about positivity and authenticity is people always think that you have to always every day be this super positive person. And I mean, almost it's like impossible for humans. Like, would you Absolutely. say, you, so you'd say that you definitely sometimes don't have a good day? Oh, yeah. But but what I've learned is that it's okay to say that. And mm-hmm. I just have to voice that because I'll be in my head 
And like I said, I don't like to really affect other people with my stuff. So I just kind of go through stuff mm-hmm. by myself. And what I did learn is, you know, I have to talk about it. Like, hey, you know, my day wasn't that great. It's okay, but it's not the end of the world. Because right. like, like you said, we're not perfect people. We're going to feel things. And I think what I had to learn, too, is that for some reason, it's like when you're that person that is positive mm-hmm. or, you know, you bring good energy, it's like you almost can't have a bad day. It's like people get, almost get offended if, yes. you, if you're upset or if, you know, like you have a bad day or something like that. You just have to tell them, hey, you know what? I just need you to give me a second. So, like, for me, sometimes I just have to collect myself and not allow myself to ride that wave of being mm-hmm. negative or being in a bad space. And I kind of have to snap myself out of it, you know, pray, talk to God, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, meditate on the scripture or something and just kind of get myself back out and if I can't that's when I have to be like hey I need to pray for me you know help me kind of get us out of this space because mm-hmm. sometimes you can't do it by yourself you just you yes <laughs> and I think that's where I'm kind of struggling is that I'm I'm having to realize that I need I need some support because I've always yes. had to do everything by myself yes. like even when I was talking to you about the event it's like it's always just me doing stuff like, well, I have this great idea and I want to do it. And then I put all my effort into it and then I'm exhausted. And once I get exhausted, that's when I start having a bad day because my anxiety is at its highest when I'm like not well rested, when I haven't mm-hmm. been meditating, when I haven't been spent on myself and, you know, like, you know, just like you said, like talking to God and like really like getting into my space I I know that like I need help, so usually mm-hmm. that's when I I find myself asking for help or you know writing and scripting and just saying I really need this this and this and this and they come. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So how long would you say that you've been like a um an higher evolved self? Because I could tell that you're like in your higher self. <laughs> well, thank you. Um. I would say um, it really happened uh, with the death of my mom in mm. 2011. So that's really when I committed to having, like, a relationship with Christ and, like, really working on myself. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, you know, we kind of had – I had a moment in kind of grieving where I wasn't really properly grieving. Yeah. And I was partying a lot. Mm. Just, like, anything I could do to fill that void of yes. just, like, not feeling emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the bigger sister. You know, I, I can't fall apart. Everybody else is fall apart. I can't do it or at least not show them. So, you know, I would just drink it away, mm-hmm. you know, talk to different guys. You know, things like yeah, that. Yeah, that crazy in the so, sky. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If I had a theme song back then, that's what it would have been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, so it, it was so weird because it's just like – there was something in me that was just like, uh-uh, we can't do this. Yeah. We're not doing this. So, you know, you can, you can try to do this if you want, but I'm telling you right now, it's not, it's not going to work. And so, you know, I would pray. Oddly enough, like, as much as I was smoking and I was drinking, like, I would, we would pray before we went out. We would pray before we took shots. Like, weird enough, I was always praying over myself, period, mm-hmm. just talking to God and being like, hey, you know, I want better for myself. I don't really know how to do it, but I know you see what's going on. This is what it is. I need help. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, and one night, um, I was in this, you know, this was very blunt, but I was, you know, with this guy that mm-hmm. I've been messing with for a while. And, you know, I was at the point where I was like, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah. And so I remember praying. I was drunk and I was praying. I was just like, Lord, I just, okay, I can't, I can't. I'm, I'm tired of doing this. I need you to help me. 
So I went to sleep that night, and, you know, it's not that I had been reading my Bible or anything like that, or even had, like, a really close relationship with him. You know, I grew up in the church, but, like, I didn't really have a relationship. Mm -hmm. So um, I went to bed that night, and I remember I went to sleep, and I had a dream, and, like, it was, like, this Bible in front of me, and the Bible pages kept flipping. Oh, wow. And so it stopped. Yeah, so the Bible pages kept flipping, and it uh, stopped on 1 Corinthians 6, 18. I was like, what is this? And so when I woke up, something was like, oh, this is about sex. And I was like, wow. okay, this is weird. And so I was like, all right. So I snuck off to the bathroom, and I pulled my phone out because I had, like, the little Bible app mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was like, let me go through the scripture says. And so when I read the scripture, it was like, you know, do you know who you belong to? You know, every sin that you commit is outside of your body, but God is here. He's in you. Yeah. I'm, like, summarizing, but he was like, God is in you, you know, do you do you understand that, you know, pretty much telling me that I had more work than what I was doing at that mm. moment. And that's the point where I was like, oh, my God, I, I had never had God talk to me so directly like that before. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, OK, whatever you need me to do, I got it. Let's let's do this. And yeah. that's when I started, um, like, really seeking a relationship with him and trying to figure out what it meant to, you know, follow him and be a believer and things like that and started working on myself and all my issues. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, like, it's interesting that that point of grief took you to that growth. And I think, I think my journey, like, my dad passed away when I was 16. So that was about 20 years ago. Oh, girl. I'm like, I'm, I mean, I can't say I'm okay because I still miss my dad, you know. Of course. And, but I finally grieved that. See, because at first I was not, and I was doing just like you, you know, like, what can I do? Because I had to, even though I was younger, my sister's older than me, I'm still older. So I had to be the rock, you know, because my mama was dealing with the loss of her partner. Like, I could never, you know what I mean? Like, I could never imagine even what that feels like. So I was trying to be tough, and I never really cried, but I had this dream. It was right after he passed away. I had his dream and, it, and the phone rang and I answered it and it was him on the phone. And I was just like, oh, daddy, you called. I, I miss you so much. And all he said was, don't let them niggas treat you like that. Wow. And, you know, I just did for years. So it was like I woke up from the dream and because I wasn't aware at the time, you know, because I was 16. So, like, even though I've always had like a a really like nice level of intuition and you know like my empathic abilities were always kicking I still didn't take that for what it was yeah and so I I mean that's just part of my journey I think but I've made so many decisions like I was telling my mom tonight because I was just upset because like I said I had a tough day and I was like I'm just trying to figure out who I am that would want to come here to this earth and experience all these many different traumas on purpose to grow. Like how much bigger do I need to get? Right. You know, like how much more do I need to do? And you know, it's like, I I guess I keep asking that question, like make it plain for me what I'm supposed to be doing specifically because I'm ready to move, but you know, it's like, they're not ready for me to move. And I'm like, well, what do I need to do? Or give me some direction, some something, you know? Because I don't want to just be out here floating. I want right. to know which direction I'm supposed to move in, you know? So, like, right. I know what my quote-unquote purpose is. 
But how do you find yours? How do you find your purpose? Well, how did you find oh, yours? How did I find mine? And you can explain um, it to the people who are listening so they can know. They oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, oddly enough, what I've learned in walking with God is a lot of the things that we find negative about ourselves or that we think are um, weaknesses, mm-hmm. those are actually things that wind up working for us in the end. For example, like um, I told you, I'm innately a very introverted person and I was a people pleaser. Well, what I noticed was like growing up, I would always be the kid to like find the find the kid that was sitting by themselves and be mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, you can come sit with me or whatever, you know, and I was, everybody was like, oh, that's so nice, blah, blah, yada, yada, yada. And I resisted that when I was older. I was just like, you know, I'm tired of being the nice person. Why do I always got to be nice? But I realized what it is about me is that I guess what I hear, this is what um, other people have told me, is that I guess I get off, give off like a light energy. Yeah. And so they feel very com- comfortable around me. And so I was like, okay. And so I realized that, you know, sometimes it's, it's like people think gifts are have to be tangible things. Mm. Like, you know, I'm a great singer. I'm this, this, and that, yada, yada, yada. But it's like I realized that that was something powerful that I could make other people happy, that they got joy from being around. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, I could be a light. And so once I recognized that, I was like, okay. And so it made me have to be more conscious of how I was coming off to people. Like I told you earlier about, you know, like checking myself when I was in those bad moods mm-hmm. because I know the type of energy that I give off. Yeah. Um, also, also praying about it because I was very, like I said, you know, after my mom's death, I was very lost for a long time. And so I was just like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? I don't know what to do. I just graduated. I got a degree. I work at three jobs. What is it? Uh, and so, a lot of jobs. Yeah, girl, yeah. But, I, you know, I was trying to figure out what I was trying to do with my yeah. life, and I just want to get money. I didn't care. But um, I remember listening to a sermon by T.D. Jake, and so he was like, um, you know, your purpose is connected to whatever it is that you would do for free, that mm. you love to do. And I was like, huh, okay, well, what do I do well? And I've been writing songs since I was nine. Mm. And I've been, you know, keeping journals and things like that because I wasn't very good at expressing yeah. my feelings openly to people. So that was kind of like my way of being like, I hate you. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I would never say to the face, you know what I'm saying, but it helped me feel a little bit better. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, you know, I would make music if, if, you know, if it was, if I didn't get paid for it, I would do that. And so through that, it was just kind of like, once I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. It's like things just started lining up. Like I wanted to, I was in, um, Lubbock. I went to Texas Tech. And so me and my roommate wound up moving down here. And I was like, well, I'll just do songwriting, you know, I'll just, be a ghostwriter and things like that and what happened was it's kind of like a series of events like I ran into um, another artist down here her name is Skyrim List now but mm-hmm. um, we, we wound up working together and it was so weird because weeks before that um, my roommate had showed me this YouTube video of like some Houston artists and stuff like that she was one of them so mm-hmm. I didn't know so I went to interview um, at my job, and so um, the lady inter- interviewing me was like, hey, you know, so what do you like to do for fun? I was like, oh, I do music. I like to, you know, write songs and stuff. She was like, oh, that's funny. We have an artist here. And I was like, Billy, what's her name? And she's just like, oh, I'm a siren. And I was like, oh, cute. So it was kind of like a whole divine interview. Yeah, that so is. I wanted to, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, bet. And so uh, we started getting really cool at work, and um I was doing, like, this was back when Instagram was, like, 10-second clips. <laughs> I was doing, like, little 10-second little clips of me, like, singing and things like that in my room that didn't have no furniture because I didn't have nothing. I was living out my car. Um, so she was like, 
I think you should try some open mics. Have you ever done an open mic before? And I was like, no. And the thing is that I was terrified of public speaking. Mm-hmm. I did not like to talk in front of people. I've never sang in front of people other than like my family and like when I was little. And so I was like, uh, no, I've never done it, but I, I guess I'll try. I'll do it. And so um, I wound up doing it. And in the moment that I did it, I just felt peaceful. And I was like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, like that's that, it. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's where I guess I found out that, like, that was my calling. So, like, you've been doing really well then. How many years would you say that you've been doing your songwriting and performing? <sighs> So the songwriting part, like that, just comes naturally. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, since you were like um, five. Yeah, it was the performing part is what was brand new. Yeah. So what happened was is my I would say at that point in time I was still growing and like my mind wasn't really strong enough yet and so I kind of every every artist has like a bad performance. I think it was like my third time performing or something like that and it was just like nobody on the outside knew it was bad but my friends you know my friends I have great friends they just hold me accountable for everything and they check me and they're just like Sean you ain't practice you ain't do this this and this yada 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 you know you could tell and I was like ah and so I beat myself up mm-hmm. about it and the reason I beat myself up is like I was like man I disappointed God because again I didn't understand you know how our relationship was right. until later so I felt like I had to perform for him as well so oh like, my goodness yeah, so I was just like, man, you gave me this gift. I messed it up. You know, I don't. I felt like I kind of didn't deserve to do it anymore, and I was kind of beating myself about up about it. And I didn't perform again until you see on my Instagram feed that. Wow, was really that was really yes. the the next time. That was, that was the next time I performed. Yes, yes. And you know, the word says that he uses everything for your good, and you know, the time that you have lost, he'll make it up for you. Mm-hmm. And like within that five years of me not actually performing, he was working on my mind and my character. Yes, for, like, get you now. ready. Because yes, yes. Because honestly, I could not, I could not have handled it back then. I was too sensitive. <laughs> I yeah. was like, no, it, it would, it would no work. So I think everything, you know, is happening now, and it's divine timing, and that's where we are. See, I feel like that's exactly like, that's exactly why I'm not moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I yeah. still have work to do, of course. Yeah. But I'm the type of person just being in my anxiety and in my wanting to know everything and always in my control, which of course you gotta let that go. I'm like, yeah. I'm still trying to be the boss, you know? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> so it's like, like at least I know, you know? Like, yeah, I know exactly I'm trying to be the boss and I think, you know, when I finally can come to a place where I'm like, oh, I'm ready to let go and just, just let it, let it go, let it flow. Cause that's how it needs to yeah. be. Instead, yeah. I'm like, well, let me place this right here and see what it do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like one of, one of the things that really helped me was, well, what I had to, cause girl, like the, the, the two weeks leading up to me doing that, I had so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. I thought I felt like I couldn't sleep, anything like that. Like I said, like, reading the word and praying and just like speaking scriptures about fear and things like that over me that really calmed me down and really helped me get to that moment. But I really learned that it's okay to make a fool out of yourself as you're learning in front of people. It's fine. It's okay to start. That's all that matters. Right. And that's what I have struggled with too is like that perfectionist, that being in control that I don't want them to see me sweat Mm -hmm. type of situation. And it's like, you can't be vulnerable. You can't be human when you don't do that. Yeah. You have to allow people to, your journey and to like 
be on it with you. Yeah, because that's how people become your followers. Because they're like, exactly. I can relate to this person, you know? Exactly. And I remember when they did this, and now they're here, right. and I know I can do it. So. Like, I watched The Bonfire. Like, I didn't follow her before, but, like, I look uh-huh. at people who did, and, like, they're so proud of her, and they're, like, so pumped every time she has a performance, and I'm, like, yeah. you know, that was, like, I guess about five years that it took her from the the first picture that I was looking at on Instagram um, mm-hmm. to, to now, probably about five years. I could be making that up. But, I mean, I think it's so cute to see, like, the way supporters have really stayed with people, like, from the beginning. Like, I mean, I have some people who still listen to the podcast from the beginning, and they're, like... Yeah. You know, they're really, like, gung-ho for me, and I'm like, yeah, thank you. But, yeah. you know, it's changed so much. Like, now I'm by myself. Yeah. Like, initially I had yeah. a group with me, and I was nervous to do this by myself. And yeah. even whenever I met you guys, like, I was super nervous to do that, because that was the first time I had done anything like that, where I was like, well, I'll just yeah. interview them, instead of yeah. even really being the person talking. Um, but that was cool. Like, I, I mean, I thought, well, what are the people going to say if they don't hear my voice that much? But like, it wasn't right. about me, you know, like I wanted to share the vibe of the event because I just really right. liked the way everybody clicked. And even though I guess you guys know each other a little bit, I, I still, I didn't get any, there was like no composition energy whatsoever in that room. And I really, really dug that because it's so rare, like, yes, you know, I feel like as women, it's always like this, well, how can I be better than this other person? But it's like, you don't even know her. Uh-huh. You know? And I'm spoken side eye or something. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, <laughs> like everybody has a completely different path. You know, right. like, and I was listening to something, I guess I was listening to Fernando this morning, but he was talking about how, you know, everybody wants to think that they're like a really special individual, which you are, but mm-hmm. we all come here with the same ability to get in touch with the source to get in touch with God, oh, yeah. you know, oh, to, yeah. to figure out what we're supposed to do by connecting, by building that relationship. Right. And that's like, I stress that that's the most important thing. Um, and that's why I would say I'm more spiritual than religious. Like mm-hmm. religion is, is man-made and they don't, it's like, it's people pretty much putting rules on themselves. Yeah, man. So many. To, let me tell you, like what I have learned is when you really, have a relationship with God and when you're like working on that relationship your path like you said is so individual and he will tell you to do some stuff that you're like what you want me to do what well what are you serious and it'll be so outside of what you would think that he would want you to do that it's crazy right um you know like I remember like when um as I was writing music I was like you know trying to figure out what my sound was what like what I wanted to do as far as like what my message was and stuff like that and I remember there was a period of time where he was just like all right I want you to listen uh to we call them mumble rappers now yeah but he was was like he was like all right I thought my spirit you know I want you to just start listening to it and and just you know don't stop being judgmental about it Mm. because for me it was like um you know we all have because we have a certain path we think like other people sometimes should do stuff like that. Yeah. You know, why aren't they putting messages in their music? Why are they just doing this and this? Mm. And he kind of checked me and was just like, yo, it's all art. They're all ministering to different people. Yeah. You know, you need to keep an open mind. So it's like things like that, that he'll like speak to my spirit and things like that. That just, I'm just like, man, if everybody could just individually tap in and stop worrying about the next person, mm. he'll guide you into what it is that, you know, you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And, you know, make it fun along the way too. Because be like, Okay, that's cool. I would have done this, but all right. <laughs> right. And I think I think that's really important what you said about like just kinda hone in on what you're supposed to be doing. 
But it's very tough. And I'll say this for myself just because I'm kind of fresh in it. You know, I'll say that I'm probably like, like I started working, I, I decided to start a business out of nowhere kind of because I thought, well, what would I do if I couldn't get paid? You know, like what would I do for free? And I was doing it for free. People were always coming to me and asking me for advice and for guidance on things and for, you know, how to navigate relationships or work stuff or whatever, the business, whatever, you know. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I'm already doing that. So why not just do that? Right. You know, so I started. But girl, it has not been like, like I had the vision. You know, I saw uh-huh. it. I was like, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And baby, this is, does not look like that. So I know I'm still, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still walking, but it's, yeah. it's hard because it's like when you're trying to stay focused on what you're being told to do or what you're being called to do and you have people who knew you before you were like, I belong to the universe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I don't belong to this, to this earth. The way mm-hmm. you, the way I used to, the way you might have known mm-hmm. me before. Right. They will try to pull you and tell you, "Oh, you're you're different," or "Are you sure you should be doing that? That's weird. That's odd." Or blah blah blah. Like, did you run into any of that? Did you have any people who were trying to kind of keep you as like your old self as you became um, like a a fresh version of you? To be honest. Uh, I mean, there was, it was like really small stuff where I would be like, cause I, I used to, I used to smoke a drink a lot. <laughs> so like when I was, when I was, you know, when I stopped smoking or whatever, you know, it'd be like, oh, you, what you think you better know? Mm. You're not smoking, you know, that type of stuff or whatever. It's just like, oh, I'm just trying to get my life together, you know. Right. That type of thing. Or like, you know, don't forget, you used to be out here too and doing this and this and this. Yeah. And, and it was, you know, so it was like little stuff like that, but not too much. It was mostly me mm. projecting that. Yeah. on on to other people because I think I think a lot of people have been very open about it and they're very inspired about it like they they tell me like you know because they know how it was before yeah <laughs> so it's a bit of a mess it don't mean and you know they're just like you know just just seeing how you are now and how calm you are and like your whole energy is changing and you know I just I love watching you and I'm like oh, I appreciate that mm. um but Sometimes I think, well, I, I can only speak myself. I don't know if anybody else experiences this, but I had a hard time accepting myself. Changing, yeah. If that makes sense. And mm. thinking that other people were still looking, like, thinking other people were still looking at me like that. Like, oh, they're going to think this about me yeah. if I do this. And really being in my head. Well, in reality, they were like, girl, I'm not be clapping for you. Do what you do. You know, we, right. we just want to see what's going to happen. And it was more so me than them. Yeah. I can definitely, I, can definitely agree with that. I feel like that resonates with me too, because it probably is a lot of me being used to who I was. Right. And whenever I'm, you know, not that person anymore, it's like pretty much just me and my flesh trying to hang on to that. What was before, because like, I want to be this celestial body. You know, like, that's how I feel. Like, I was talking about it on this video this morning. I didn't release it because I was like, this is too weird. But I was like, (laughs) but I was like, I just don't see myself anymore like this, the way everybody else sees me. Because when I look at myself or when I feel myself, I don't feel like I'm in this body. 
Like I'm like expansive, you know, which is why I'm like, how much bigger do you need to go? If you're already like, I know I can do it. I know I have this. I know we can do it. I know we're together. I know we're working together. I know it's a collective. I know we're all connected and all of it is coming from your power, you know, like the source energy. Yeah. And yeah. then I wake up and I have to go to Amity Anderson. So, um, <laughs> girl, I, I, I get it. Like for me, that's the complete, um, again, you know, I'll just speak from my personal experience. That is the whole battle daily. Mm-hmm. Is that, am I going to walk in my flesh today? Am I going to walk in yeah. my spirit? That's, that's like a daily thing. And I don't think that ever stops Ugh. because you're going to, you're going to do that. <laughs> Well, I mean, not don't to tell me. No, 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 But it's, it's not to say it in a negative way, but it's like, um, not in not a bad thing, but it's like when you know where you are spiritually and what that feels like and where you are, you do everything in your power every single day not to knock yourself down. Yes. Your flesh, you know what I'm saying? So you just have to do things every day that you know to do. Like for me, I'm just like, if I don't read my Bible for a really long time, if I don't get that word in me, I know I'm, I'm, I'm going to act up. I'm yeah. going to go off on somebody. If I don't, you know, read scriptures about peace and about, you know, keeping my temperament together, I'm going to go off. I just, I know it's going to happen because that's what my flesh is. That's, mm-hmm. that's my self-nature. But if I'm going to walk in the spirit, or like, all right, what would Jesus do today? Let me, let me calm down. You know, that's the moment where I'm just like, all right, I know what this is. Let me, let me take control of it. And that's like the, the point where you get aware and you know that yeah. you're into your flesh. That's when you know, okay. All right, we're dancing, we're growing, cool, bet. But it's like, I always, you always level up. It's always levels to this, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you're just going to keep getting higher and higher and higher. The longer, the longer you live and every day and every experience and every time that you say no to your flesh, you know, you're elevating your spirit. Mm. So it's it's a constant thing. And by the end of it, girl, you walk my cloud nine, you'll have some moments where you don't want to slap some people, but. I know it. That's just being human. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I talked to somebody like last week. Well, one of the girls who's going to be on the panel with us, Sapphire. And she uh-huh. said, you know, she's been uh, walking her spiritual path for like a decade or so. And like, you know, and then talking to Fernando, who's been probably like 12, 15 years or, or more. I'm just trying to like glean information, you know, like that's the point of the show okay. is because I'm like, gosh, this is very new for me. And I just want to talk to people who have done what I'm trying to do, which is to find that balance, you know, Yeah. because, you know, every time I do kind of fall back into that old ego space where I'm like, this is sucky. Like today when I was like, this sucks. It's the first day back after I've been off of work for a week and I have to go back up in here with these people and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like a cranky little mess, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and I was beating myself up about it. I was. And, and then I allow myself to feel it. And I was like, okay, it's over with. Tomorrow's mm-hmm. a whole different day. You know, tomorrow you can wake up and you can do it a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I guess it's like you said, kind of like looking at your relationship with God or the God source and saying, I'm not going to get in trouble for having a human day, you know? Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's what you have to understand. He knows, he knows we're human. Like, yeah. dude, we're here. You know what I'm saying? We're spiritual beings. I believe we're spiritual beings having human experience. Yeah, we're that, that's, that's, that's inevitable. That's what makes us able to relate to each other and, you know, relate to him. Him relates to us as well. Right. So it's like, we're going to mess up and 
the most important thing that you said was allowing yourself, like giving yourself the grace to feel what you felt and just know, okay, I had a bad day. And you just pick yourself up and go back. What you, what, what you get in trouble with in doing is when you have a bad day, then you beat yourself up because you didn't perform perfectly. Right. That's where, that's where you messed up and you're just like, ah, oh, gosh, dang it, you know, and then you have a bad week and then you have a bad month and then you have a bad, it's just right. Like, oh, Cause you're holding on to that. Oh, I didn't do it right. Exactly. Oh, I didn't do it right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I just learned the most important thing I learned was to just let it go. It's like, I, uh, I might have said this today. That's, that's us. Right. I, I recognize that, but we're going to move on. Okay. Oops, <laughs> so, I wrote that nasty email. We just won't do right. that again. <laughs> we sent it. It's cool. You know, I'll just word it differently next time, but it's out there. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And like one thing that you I know? find myself to, well, not I find myself doing, but well, yeah, I guess I do. Like if I, cause the, the reason why I started this whole thing with trying to, you know, fix my mindset or not fix, but adjust it and to live a happier life here on earth is because once I decided that I was a spiritual being having a human experience, or once I discovered that rather, I was upset. I was upset because I felt like, well, that doesn't seem quite fair because if I am this, like I said before, expansive Sometimes I describe it as like this electrical force, like with this little sun inside of me booming, you know, Mm -hmm. I want to be that on the outside because when I'm like that on the outside from the time I was a little kid and this is where my shadow work comes in. Don't do that. Don't say that. Don't Mm -hmm. act like that. Why are you so happy? Why are you so that, so that, that happiness and everything that I had that was, you know, kind of outwardly showing how I felt on the inside, I had to hide it because I was tired mm-hmm. of being picked at, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was like that rediscovery of that is kind of where I'm struggling. Cause I'm like, that person gets made fun of all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely feel you on that. But oddly enough, it's like, I feel like when we were kids, we were the most honest, truest versions of ourselves because we didn't you know like even though people like people and our parents you know they did the best that they could but everybody is shaping or living their world according to the things that they've experienced Mm -hmm. in their life you know what I'm saying they they had already been through their years of whatever and it's like okay well because of this experience I know I'm gonna tell you not to do this this, and this right and so that makes you feel a certain way or like I'm wrong or you know whatever um and it's like as an adult, you have to unlearn that stuff and get back to that place of, you know what? God created me the way that he created me for a reason. Right. Um, you know, my friend always says, we're not here for ourselves. We're here for other people. So mm-hmm. us being lights or being happy people, that's for other people too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, especially for, you know, people that need that. Some people can't innately produce that type of thing. And they're just like, you know, I like being around you because you're so calm and you're cool and you're mm-hmm. so happy. And all those things that we thought or we got beat down before, when we were little, like those are things as adults that the world has kind of taught us to not express mm-hmm. and that are actually really strengths for us. Right. Like you were saying initially, like that was right. strength, but that was also right. one of the things that like kind of got you messed with. Right. You know, and, right. Exactly. And, I mean, and I'm okay. Like most days. Cause like, that's why I do the podcast. I'm like, I can just be whoever I want to be. I can be myself. Who, right. who going to check me on my shit? You know, it's right. I'll be looking at it. But right. then I have to walk every day and, and go into these people's job where I can't, I try to keep my headphones with me because really I need music all the time because mm-hmm. it's what keep, makes me vibe, you know? 
And like mm-hmm. we talk about making our, making sure that we're in that highest place we can be where we feel the most spiritual. I gotta have music. Mm-hmm. And so it's so tough. Cause like, you can't go to a meeting with your headphones. Everyone's calling me uh, Radio Raheem. I'm like, that sounds stupid. But, oh, no. <laughs> but, I mean, I got to have it. Like, there's like, yeah. you know, just like you said, like, if you're not in your book, if you're not reading the word, you don't feel right. Yeah. If I don't have right. music, I don't feel quite right. That's why I do that morning vibe on Between Us Girls. Because, like, if I don't do that, like this morning, I was trying to get it. I was trying to get it. But I was just so funky. I was like, I just can't. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it just it just felt it just felt fraud. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I just I just can't. You know, I just rather would yeah. not post anything, um, as opposed to like posting a, a fake joy. You know, right? Because nah, I, I, right. I don't want to be that inauthentic person. I just want to. If I have a vibe, I'm gonna post it. If I don't, y'all just know. Maybe I'm not having a good day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's real. So I'm most excited for you to just share your story with everybody at the show on the 21st. Um, but have you done many panel discussions? This is going to be my first okay. one. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you because I can see every time you share. And, like, sharing is so important. You know, yeah. like, people don't even realize that if they just shared one time, like, you're even if you don't care about it, there's somebody in your network who might need that message. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And like yeah. one of the things that I, that was coming to me whenever, right before I was about to have that at last event, I kept getting this message, share, share, share. And I guess it was like probably pushing me to, to post more and to share more mm-hmm. about my event. But so I was like, well, I guess I need to make a video or something and share and that was how I started that morning vibe because I just was like I can't be scared to talk about what I'm going through right you don't know who needs to hear it right well is there anything else that you kind of want people to know about you or like where they can um well well, I guess no I don't know where they can catch you next but um is there anything else that you want to add about your journey or um just where you are now um I guess this is like, I think sometimes social media, because let me tell you something, <laughs> social media will have you fooled. Mm. It will make you think sometimes that people are further along than you mm. or experiencing some sort of journey that they're not really on. And what I'm trying to do in my life through my music period is to just be transparent in general. <laughs> and just with me, it's just like, I'm on, I'm just, if everybody could just recognize I'm on the journey too. So mm-hmm. like you said, there's going to be days when I don't feel like posting stuff. I'm trying to get better. I'm not the best vlogger or like, you know, social media marketing person, but I'm trying to be better with promoting myself and um, putting myself out there. That's something that, you know, that's 30 years of, of habit breaking that I have to break. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's just, that's a process. So, you know, I'm, I'm not any more less than anybody else. I'm on my same path, <laughs> figuring it out and just trying to spread, you know, the knowledge that I have up until this point to yeah. be able to help somebody else, you know, even if I'm not where I want to be, I'm not where I used to be. Amen. So somebody, yes, yes. So somebody's where I used to be and I can help them as far as that. <laughs> exactly. Be on this this life thing together and you know i think you just really said something so important because it's like we always want to look at people and be like well you can't uh 
tell me nothing because you haven't uh, experienced X, Y, Z. That person has still right. lived the life. And we're right. all living and experiencing the same emotions. And that right. is really what helps us be connected with each other. So, like, you've experienced something that hurts the way that I've experienced something that hurts. Or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, it's like, exactly for people to be like, oh, well, you can't talk about relationships because you don't have any kids. Or, you know, like, parents and kids. Well, relationships are just relationships. Your kids are just small people. So, right. I mean, relationship building is relationship building. Yeah. You know, so yeah, thank you so much. And I want to tell you You're that welcome. I appreciate your kindness because well, thank you. when I first met you and I first did that episode, you were really, really, really kind to me and honest and you were really communicative. And I really appreciate that because I was so nervous about doing that. See, I would not have known. You look so comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I was always thinking, like, oh, my God, they're asking me questions under these bright lights. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a good episode. You, All you guys did yeah. really well. And then I was glad that she was able to talk about her um, line, you know, because that was kind of the, the – the goal was really good. That's why I was invited there was anyway for her to talk about our line. But I wanted to be able to showcase the rest of you guys because, like, we have some really amazing women in Houston. And that's I why I want to do the show because I feel like, yeah, everybody – I mean, I guess we get respect. But, like, a lot of time women in the industry don't get respect. Mm-hmm. And I just want to talk about how you guys navigate. So I'm excited to – you know, go through that with you guys because I ain't no singer or songwriter. Well, I wouldn't say I'm not a singer, but like I'm not when I'm not like you, <laughs> where I'm yeah. like actually working. Yeah. You know? yeah, but you're a woman in a in a world full of men. Do you do affirmations? Yeah, I do. I I wouldn't say I do them a lot, but I probably yeah. should do more. Yeah, I just feel like I sound stupid. You know what I mean? Why? Like talking to myself, oh, like oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can, and it's like some days you realize. But, you know, you say it anyway, because the times that you, like, the more and more that you speak over yourself, you really are speaking it over yourself, and yeah. it will happen, even if you don't see it. But I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to say it to you that your event's going to be wonderful. Thank you. great, you know, and I'm excited to be a part of it and to see it. Thank you for asking me. Yeah, you're welcome. And the thing is, like, like I'm just going to keep doing events, like, because yeah. my goal is to encourage black women and to promote black business and to help circulate the black dollar. That's why I try to always have a market as well because that's how those people make money. And if mm-hmm. black people come to the black market, then that circulates black dollars because then they turn around and go spend it with the person that's next to them. So I appreciate you taking your time to share your story with me and to preach a little bit. Of course. Thank you. And you're welcome and um, like I said I really appreciate it and like these episodes every time I go back and listen to them they give me what I need that day like if I yeah. if I'm having a moment where I'm like man I'm just under a lot of pressure and stress or gosh I have a lot to do I'll go back and add and I'm like she's smart or he's smart or I be knowing mm-hmm. or you know whatever it was <laughs> yeah. like I'm like, that was the, the note that I needed. And it's like, they get hidden in each episode, and I, I really enjoy that. So. so why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? All right. Well, as far as my music, all social media, um, you can find me at The 808 Sunshine. That's T 
T-H-E-808, sunshine with a Y. Um, and that's pretty much where I, I am all the time. So there's nothing extra other than that. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right, so that was this week's episode. Don't forget to get your ticket so that you can see us live. All right, see you next week. Bye.